0: I would like to greet you once more in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you are well by grace. Hallelujah. Are you alright? Did you have a good week? If not, we will pray for you. That God will make this coming week a better week. Hallelujah. Lord, We need to be excited that we are alive. It's, it's good to be living in a COVID-19 era. People are not sure. It's good to be living in a COVID-19 era. Because we will survive and we will not die. We will see the promises of God. You will not die until you see what God has promised in your life. Nothing will kill you unless God allows it. You, it seems like you don't believe what I'm saying. Amen. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. Now I want to, uh, I want us to share today. Uh, we are going to share on. My topic is the ten laws of sowing and reaping. The ten laws of sowing and reaping. Now, when we talk about the laws, we're talking about the principles, Uh, the certain principles that God has laid on earth, when he created the earth, Um, you know, there are principles that he also laid with the foundations. And those principles, they apply to everyone. Whether you're saved or not saved, they apply to you. And we cannot bypass the principles. And that's why it's important that as a child of God, we practice what the word of God says. Not what we want or what we feel is right. And sometimes our wisdom can really, uh, you know, lead us astray, you know, to thinking I can do it by myself. One of the weaknesses of man is when man thinks that he is God by himself. When you listen to, you know, uh, I do read motivation books, but somehow they are limited. They will tell you, no, you can do it by yourself. Say, I can do it. I'm my own master. I've got the power. I've got the strength. Let me tell you, man is nothing without God. And I stand and say it confidently. You are nothing without God. I am nothing without God. Dr. Tumisson says, I'm nothing without you. You are the air that I breathe. God can just remove that air right now. You will fall down and die. You are nothing. So if we think we can do life the way we like, and not according to the principles of God, we are only lying to ourselves. And that will lead to what? That will lead to judgment. Because one day we are all going to die. I'm going to die. I know you don't like talking about it, but you're going to die. Nobody is going to live forever. But one day, there will be judgment day, God will ask you and judge every act every deed that you did in this earth. And that's why it's so important that we live according to the word if we say we are the children of God. Hallelujah. Now I want to talk about the 10 laws of sowing and reaping. Now I want to give this story. I once gave this story uh, to say there were two people and the other one was saved and the other one was not saved. And what happened, these two people received the gift. They both received land. So all of them received land. And what happened, the one who was not saved went on and he went to buy tomato seeds. And he started planting those seeds. He planted the seeds, but he did not pray. And there was this man who was saved. When he received the land, he started a whole night prayer on the land. He started to pray, calling tomatoes from the east, from the west, from the south. Every day he was praying, crying, rolling on the ground. The other one was not saved, he just planted. Seeds and what happened? Anyone who can tell me what was the end of this story? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> yeah. And then. what, who prayed? got nothing. <laughs> are we not saying prayer has got power? So why are we saying this one did not receive anything? <laughs> so prayer is not for what? For laziness. The end of the story, the end of the story, the one who was not saved just planted the seeds and and watered them, and the tomatoes grew. The one who was praying, God blessed him and said, bless you, my child, but no tomatoes grew on the ground. Sometimes we pray prayers we call millions from the east, from the west, from the south. Where did you plant? There are principles that God has put in place. Yes, there is power in prayer but you pray over the principles. What was he supposed to do? To plant also like this one and pray then God will give him a what? A favored harvest, a greater harvest. So as the children of God, we are not exempted from the principles, from the laws of nature that God has put there. When rain, when there is rain, it rains for everyone. Are the saved and the unsaved. If we think that we will only survive by prayer, we are lying to ourselves. Prayer and principles, prayer and do. And this is what what James is saying. He says, if you say you have faith, show me your faith. Show me your faith. If you say I have faith, show me. Now, let's get to the principles. Uh, Law number one. Write it down, please. Write it down. We are a writing church. No, we are not just a listening. We listen and we, we, we write. We uh, are Those who are not writing anything. It's because I want your lives to be better. You are not doing it for me. You are doing it for yourself so that when you get home, you refer. Because I want you to grow. I want you to prosper. I want you to experience heaven on earth. I don't like heavenly songs. A lot of people rush to go to heaven. I want to experience heaven here on earth. What was Jesus' prayer? Thy kingdom come. Where? Here. As it is where? In heaven. That's what he says. But <laughs> <laughs> we fail on the say. You? you must work here. You must experience heaven here. <laughs> we must live here and make an impact here and be useful here on earth. You worship us. I don't want heaven songs. I don't want heaven souls. We have to be effective here. You see, we we want, we rush to go to heaven, but we are not effective here on earth. Now, law number one, sowing always precedes reaping. Sowing always precedes reaping. When we read uh, the book of... um, Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verse 10. Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verse 10. It says, he who observes the wind will not sow, and he who regards the clouds will not reap. So, somehow, somewhere, in every area of our lives, This law applies of sowing and reaping. Our challenge that we have with people today, people want to reap while they have not sown. For you to reap, you have to sow. There's a lot of fertile ground you can sow on. You can sow on your relationships. You can sow On your partner, you can sow on your children. You can sow on your neighbors. You can sow at your work. You can sow in in your money, in your investments. You can sow in the work of God. You can sow in the poor. So there's so many things uh, in life that apply to uh, to sowing and reaping. And last time I mean when we were speaking about marriage, I said, if 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 you want, if you say, hey, I, I, I want to be treated like a queen, let's say you say, I want my husband to treat me like a queen. The question would be, are you treating him like a king? Only a queen deserves a king. And only a king deserves a queen. I get to learn, you hear what I'm saying? Are you making an investment equals to to the withdrawal that you're looking for? People want to withdraw where they have not saved. don't withdraw where you are not saved. A lot of people, they have rules. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want, but where now? what are you doing? What are you doing? Some it's, got, it's the reason why you're in pain. It's the, it's the reason why there's no movement in your life. Because you're not sowing. You're not sowing in the relationships that you have. You are that person when you call, they say, Ah, about to meet. When you And in whole feature, whole koko tava about a And when i Papa, my mama I'm a thing. Motothing, I'm in anything in life, you have to do what? To sow. Relationships can't be one-sided. It can be one-sided. What is done on the right? Must also be done on the left. Kebatleki went to him. So, unfortunately, the negative things that we sow will produce a harvest just as much as the good things that we sow. If you sow negative things, you are going to reap what? Negative in your life. Whatever negative thing that you sow, that's what you're going to reap. Sometimes we wonder why certain things happen to us, and we end up saying they've bewitched us. And you find that nobody bewitched you, you bewitched yourself. You have planted negative things. And if you plant negative things, they will do what? They will come back to you. What are you planting? What is it that is coming out of your mouth? How are you treating people? How are you talking to people? What? The way you are treating people, you are making your own investment. That's an investment that you're doing. And let me tell you, it will surely come back to you and double. Be careful what you're planting. Don't expect anything where you have not planted anything. You want to expect where you have not planted. Number two. Sowing involves both faith and risk. Sowing involves both faith and risk. When the farmers plant the seed, they are not sure whether the seed will grow. It might be eaten by the birds, it might be choked uh, you know, and, and die, or rain might not come. Rain might not come, Um, the conditions might not be favorable. It might be drought. But by faith and taking a risk, they continue to plant, hoping for the crops will do what? Will grow. Hallelujah. You don't wait for the conditions to be favorable for you to plant anything. Islam. You don't wait for the environment to look good for you to plant. If you do that, you will never plant anything. You will never invest anything. You don't wait for people to be good to you for you to show them love. You show them love while they're not good. For you to give, you don't have to wait for the conditions to be favorable. Some people would say, "Uh, but I'm still earning a little money. I cannot give to the poor. I cannot give anyway. I cannot support anything. Let me tell you, you will never have a good time. Actually, you are better off when you have little money. It's easier to give when you have a little money. Do, Do you hear what I'm saying? It's it's easy. It's easy to give when you have little, but people people constantly say, no, you know, even saving. People say, I'll save when I have more money. You you will not save when you have more money if you can't save with a little money. God says, if you're faithful with the little things, I will do what? I will entrust you with what? With bigger things. So faith starts with the little that. You have you don't have to wait for the for the big things let's say we talk about tithe if you have hundred rand, your tithe is ten rand and you say no hey hundred rand yan I can't tithe ten rand you can again Ali Shale let's say you get a hundred million. Ross, through you will give us the uh, uh, ten million. That <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be frank. Will you give ten million to the poor? Will you support the work of God Cut ten million? Opa, let's get that run. I don't think you will. So to show love, to plant, to give, uh, to invest in people, you don't have to wait until the conditions are what are favorable. So we plant by what by faith. We plant by faith. Planting is a what is a risk. Don't take pride in your prosperity. Your prosperity is not equals to God. Actually, the richest man on earth is poor to God. I'm telling you, the richest man on earth is poor to God. Listen to what God says in the Bible. He says, everything in this world belongs to me. And that's what he said to Adam. He says, Adam, I, I, I put you in the garden. Everything belongs to me. But you can. You can eat everything. But don't touch this one. It means Adam was not the owner. But he was the one? A steward. Today we call it a manager. I know there are a lot of managers You go to Edgar's, they act like kiddie balls or they own uh, Edgar's. They are not. They are stewards. So whatever you have, your house belongs to God. Your car belongs to God. The money you have belongs to God. It's not yours. God put you there in charge. That's why you have to be a good steward. That's why you have to manage your finances correctly because one day you're going to answer, what did you do with your money? If you use it recklessly, God will ask you at Judgment Day. What did you do with the money? Because why? It's not yours. It belongs to God. That's why when you die, you leave all those things. You don't go with them. They can try and bury you with your car. So others burying another man with his car. But let me tell you, that man will never drive that car again. bury with your house. But you will never sleep in that house again. You are God. Sometimes we become big headed because of the things that we have. We think they are bigger than God. I had one man and I said, you know what? Judgment day will come upon. He says, no, I'm not going to church. I don't even pray. But look at me, I'm rich. And I said to him, do you think that is life? Get those riches. One day you will leave them. Your children will eat them recklessly. That car, they will spin it. You you will wish like you would wake up from your grave and strangle them. But it will be too late you have left all, these, all those things. But what is this life compared to eternity? Have you invested in your spiritual life? Yes, I can see you have those things. No. I said to you, we don't serve God for the things. We serve God of the things. We don't come to church because we want to be rich or we want money. If you are here because you want money, you are in, at the wrong place. This church doesn't make people to be rich. Hey, what who? Can you think now you've come to the wrong church? This church doesn't make people to be rich. No. No. We are here to give you Jesus, we are here to point you to a life that is eternal. We are here to point you to Jesus to say, this is the way of life. If you want to be prosperous, not just for this life, but also for eternity. So don't ever think that whatever that you have achieved is because of your strength. The Bible says it is God who lifts people up. And it is him who decides who goes down. So God decides. Sometimes even people who are not saved, God blesses them. Did you know that? Did you know that God blessed people who are not saved? He blessed them with riches. Why? Because he's still giving them a chance to see the grace of God. So that when judgment comes, you say, but I've also even given you blessings and things, but still you did not repent. So you have no argument. When you sow seeds, you have to give away what you uh, what, what you could eat. Bury perfectly a good seed and believe that nature will do its magic. So when you plant a seed, actually you are giving away something that you can eat. You're giving away something that you can eat. Hoping and when you plant it, it will grow and do what? And bring men. That's what you do. Make sure you don't eat your seed comparing yourself to someone who's eating their harvest. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. Sometimes you compare yourself with someone who's eating their harvest when you eat your seed. Even in relationships, there, there, I mean, there, there's pressure. Sometimes your partner say, oh, eh, I can't do. I can't do that. I can't do that. Ah. I can't do that. That's what I'm saying. Malaba, Aleka. When I would just see the hour, or like a room, all the way regularly, car harvest. You're not overly stressed. When I overly stressed, would you let something send the twenty six producer more in your future? So, also understand your level, understand where you are, understand your salary, understand what classing effing. understand yourself. You will live happier. You will thank me later. Buy a house that you afford. A car that you afford. Clothes that you afford. People cannot plant because they are staying and driving and eating what they don't afford. It's because your neighbor buys a <laughs> hey. but if you're right, afford Buy it, there's nothing wrong. But us the seed. We'll in harvest. we the we the we Buddha say. stress <laughs> Babu, and jealous, Then what I am dead. you. Waka. Ha, unse. ate your Eight, you see, it. you think the song will move God. Do not move God. Be wise. Amen. Be wise. Amen. Be wise with your money. Amen. When God promotes you, don't promote your lifestyle. Amen. I get it, me. Law number three, sowing is much more difficult than reaping. Sowing is much more difficult than reaping. It's difficult to invest maybe in your spouse, take time to invest in them, do good in their lives. We only see others reaping and we also want to do what? To reap. But there is pain. There is strife. When we do what? When we sow. That's why the Bible says, those who sow in what? In tears. They will do what? They will reap in in joy. And that's why we want to shout, I receive, I receive. We, we want the, 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 the reaping. But the Lord, anything that gives you reaping without hard work, run away. Anything that gives you reaping without hard work, that's the one. That's the one. That's the Sorry if I'm rubbing the salt on the woods. Quick cash and all those things, it does not, it does not work like that. Read your Bible. I for tracking your blessings. The law of sowing and reaping, when you sow, you sow in tears. You could see, you know, I, I remember this mother, you used uh, uh, you know to plant millies and the sun was so hot and she was plowing the ground was even hard and she was plowing, I could see her sweating but later six months down the line the field was so green filled with millies and she was singing a song now picking them up, hallelujah oh but it costed her something. Anything that does not cost you something does not come from God. Does not come from God. Don't run to get which uh, which uh, little thing riches. I talked about this to say, understand your level. I want to tell you the truth. Can I tell you the truth? And I hope you will not hate me for this. Not all of you here, no matter how hard you pray, will become billionaires. And millionaires. Maybe some of you who pray, you know what, I will become a billionaire. Let me tell you, there are Christians who have said, I call billions from the east, from the west. But they died without being billionaires. Why? Didn't they pray correctly? Let me tell you, the gospel is not Lothar. Amen. Gospel Amen. is not Lothar. Amen. This gospel, yeah, really. Maybe I'm maybe I remember, But this gospel that I'm preaching is not Lothar. Amen. It's not like you're playing dice and I say, pop. <laughs> and they all talk about seven, oh yes, it's way. No, it's not a lottery. God has given us different levels and different colleagues. If you listen to this, this will help you. Actually, this will make you to live outside of uh, you know envy. This will, will help you not to live a life that is stressed. It will help you not to envy other people. If you understand this. Now, God says in the scripture, it's just that people misunderstand the scripture. God will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. But it comes back and say what? By. Why does it say by? By Christ Jesus. It means there's a limit. There's a limit according to the will of God. That's why, even when it comes to talents, you see, it's an it's an bold the way he runs. He's fast, man. I'm telling you, even if you can train and pray the way you like, and fast, and read all the scriptures, you will not run like said, I'm telling you, there's a limitation there. So God has given us gifts and talents according to different levels. But whatever level that God has put you in, it is enough for you to enjoy life and experience the goodness and the power of God and be happy. I'm sorry I'm not a motivator where I say, yeah, you can do it. All of you, you can do it. All of you, you can become good. I'm telling you the truth. And this will help you. Not to end up in stress. Look at the story of the talents. The other one they gave? One. The next one? Yeah? And the next one? Five. Woo! We must start with Sunday school. (laughs) The other one they gave, how much? Five. Is this fair? Why would God give the other one, the other three, the other five? Why did he give them all of them five? According to their ability. So our abilities are not the same. But the way you've been designed, you've been designed to enjoy life and have a fruitful life within your ability. to be a ten, to enjoy life. God was saying you can be a one, but enjoy life. But the problem with a lot of people, they are ones, but they want to become the tens. There are certain things to other people, they become natural, did not you? I know you don't like this man, Donald Trump, but that man, no matter how he falls, he just becomes a billionaire. He, he, he's got the anointing yet he Now let me tell you that if you avoid this rule, that's why when we pray, we pray according to the will of God. When you pray or you do anything, ask God what is, the, what is your will about my life? Now, most people who are rich most 90% or 999 who are filter rich somehow they have cheated somehow they have killed someone somehow they have put a head of somebody on a business somehow they did not do it straight. Most businesses are very straight. I will not speak about the name. My wife says I must not speak names. So God help me. Because I give it a high beer award, please. <laughs> there was this man who had a butcher, very successful butcher. The butcher was successful. People were going there. They were buying big cars and, you know, the houses were big and all that. Until that man died. His children went to school. They know accounting and business. After he died, they did the business the same way he was doing it. palace the books and, and all those things. But let me tell you, the business did not succeed. And they started scratching their heads. We are doing everything right according to the books. But why are we not getting the same outcome? Yapa, the million. They tried for six months. The business was going down. Then Ramohulu came. Then they had said, hey, Ramohulu, the business is falling. And he says, what are you doing? He says, Ah, let me tell you how your dad was doing business. You see, if you want to live on the level a senior, how you end up lying. Cheating, destroying, and killing. And you end up living in what? In stress. Understand who you are. Understand your level. If you don't driver a Toyota and Corolla and a Indian, what is Corolla? And here it comes from what? A to B. What's a manga 663, A to B? maybe I can be selling holy mom before. I'm <laughs> ah, <sorry. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm saying it doesn't matter. What matters in life is your joy and your happiness. There's people who have things, but they are not happy. They are not joyous. They are not fulfilled. Oh, what a wasted life for you to live the whole of your life and not being fulfilled. But, joy and happiness has to come from the inside, not from the external things. If your joy is dictated by external things, you will never be joyous anytime. It means you will keep on. You have to keep on buying for you to be happy. And for you to keep on buying, it means you have to live beyond your means. And if you live beyond your means, it means you might you must make other means. Why do we have billionaires in South Africa who still chalatayam still dendeyabok? And you think when you become a billionaire, you say, oh, wait till I'm a billionaire. I'm going to be satisfied. I'm going to have joy. Hey, money does not bring joy or happiness. Money gives you options. That's all. If you think you're going to be happy if you have more money, you are lying to yourself. Money gives you options. It just gives you options to buy this and that, a bigger what what, and a bigger house, a bigger car, go to vacation. It only gives you options. There's still people who kill themselves while they have money. So don't let money dictate you and rule you. When you relate with God, God helps you on how you should relate with money. Most we don't know how to relate with money. Why well, give a I wanted to say something. I wanted to say something very important about money. If I please. But it looks like I forgot it. I wanted to say something about money. Now the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. I love money. I love money as well. And I believe nobody doesn't love money. Who doesn't love money, let me see. But the people, we don't love money, can we do we? <laughs> <laughs> what it means? It means to be controlled by money. If money controls you, it will make you to do a lot of evil. Look what happens in the tender systems. How many people die in these tenders because somebody wants what? More money. How many people lie and cheat Because they want what? More money. So this scripture actually says, don't allow money, your relationship with money, don't allow money to control you. But money has been made so that you control the money. But you see, money has got the power to control people. Money has the power to control you. You see, a lot, I see a lot of people who are humble here. When I look at your faces, you look humble. I don't know, but you look humble. But until we give you two million, we will know who you really are. What even some people do, even, even in the church, like, you know money gives you options. Even in the church. Sometimes people who have money, they say, "Eh, Pastor, eh, don't preach about this topic. You know how much I give? So when you preach, preach about this and this and this. Sometimes it gives people front seats. Because this person has got money, we put them on the front seat. It means the church... Yeah, uh, whether you have money or you don't have money, you sit anywhere. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> it buys you a front seat in a church. It's because even the church in these days is controlled by the money. The church no longer controls the money. The church is controlled by the money. And by that we are what? We are are lost. The church is lost. The people of God are lost. The world is lost. The world is lost in greediness. People are greedy. We are greedy. We are guided and led by envy of others. If you live your life and pray to God and understand one of the laws of sowing and reaping it's that what you have control of is the sowing. But you don't have control over the (laughs) reaping. Now, because we don't have control over the reaping, so we try to manipulate the reaping. We try to manipulate it. It is God who has a hand on the reaping. I have no right to tell you when you give your 100 rand to say, no, you're going to get 10,000 rands. I have no right. Born, no pastor, no prophet has that power. It is God who controls the harvest. It is up to God. If you know that principle, you will live in, in peace to say, I've done my job. God I'm trusting on you. I'm I'm, I'm hoping on you. You cannot buy blessings. You cannot buy blessings. Get that straight. You cannot buy healing. You cannot buy prosperity. God, it it is I who decides who I lift up. It is I who I decide who falls down. He didn't say it's the prophets or the pastors or those who have power. No. It is God who desires. Have peace. If God has not done it yet, have peace. God will not forget you. God knows that you have sown. God knows what you have planted. Stay in peace where you are. Enjoy your little tool. You see, even with the story of the talents, the one who had Three. Why didn't he get ten? The one who had five got how much? Ten. The one who got three got how much? Six. Why didn't he get ten? His level is in threes. Three, six, nine, twelve. All the time it's a magazine. So the sooner you understand that you are a three or you are a two or you are a one. You see, the problem with the one where the one he envied those who had the, the, the greater ones and said, This is nothing. I said, I you, come for Then, I see ya. Even one. Most of us, we don't appreciate the little that you have. And if you don't appreciate it, God is going to take it. We are quick to complain. God, I want this. God, I want this. Every day is, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. Verse I 1, want. a church is not a stock exchange. God decides. And whatever level, na level, Enjoy, enjoy feeling. You born you only live once. And why one of the things still not I'm not these things that you wanna motivate and all those things. Simple things in life. You hear me. Sometimes we cry for things of which Will become useless in our lives. The blessing that comes from God, it comes with no sorrow. How many things have you cried for, but when they came, they gave you a headache? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Bisham. <laughs> I know <don't> Ashu were here. <laughs> <laughs> I once made this. There was this young child. Closing with it. That's what happened the next week. This young child goes to the garage. I want to tell you a story. He's working with uh, Mama Hai. Go to the garage, and when he gets to the garage, mommy buys some things. He picks up some chocolates and um, some zimbabwe. Now, this young boy, you see, when you look at things that you're not supposed to look at, you'll end up in trouble. Now, he sees these packets, some are green, purple, orange, red, and he starts saying, Mama, I want this. You know those packets, They, they want to love us something. You know them. Now this these people? is are these people? These people are the lovers class. these people? Because how do they make it colourful? Yeah, I mean, I and attractive. Mama said, "No, you can't have this one. chocolate. 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 You know what did he get? Took him outside and he got a, a spank. Yeah. I created chocolate, I created Zimba, I created my sweets. So, how Lella di Lotte, I mean, I saw Vinaco for you know, I have an executive. How Lella de Lotte, so Vinaco. If you cry for things which it is not yet their appointed time in your life, they will cause you spanking and losing the things that you were supposed to receive. That will cause you to lose. So when you pray, don't just pray. You know, when you go to war, uh, those who are soldiers, I'm not a soldier, I'm not a soldier. But, you know, there are those who they give the machine guns. I'm right. My police have a chicken. <laughs> machine gun. Get right. Give machine gun. So, those who use machine guns, they don't aim much. Those who use body R1 and AK-47, they don't aim much. They shoot and hoping that one bullet uh, might get someone. But there are those they call snipers. They don't shoot a lot of bullets. They aim at one target at a time and shoot. They are not hoping. They know if they aim, they shoot. One bullet, one target. So most of them are very accurate snipers. And most have 90% of destroying whatever that they are aiming at. Now, even in Christianity, when we pray, there are those who pray with machine guns. (laughs) And there are snipers. (laughs) What am I trying to say? You know, snipers have to focus. They focus on the target. So even if there's 100 people crossing, or moving, they will not focus on the hundred, they focus on one, one at a time, but they are very effective in what they do. Your prayer must align with the will of God for your life. Why most of us are frustrated with our prayers? Because we are just some of the words will fall on the will of God. But if you want your prayer to be effective, start by saying, Lord, what is the will, what is your will about my life? What level have you called me to? What have you called me to do? And if I have found that, if I have found my purpose, if I have found what I'm living for, if I have found what I'm going to die for, I am not shaken. I am not moved. Whether people come high, whether people, God, lift them and promote them and take them to, I'm not jealous because I know this is my path. Even when I pray, I pray in my path. I may not have all the things that you have, but I'm in my path. I am joyous. I I, I am content. I have hope. I have joy in my life. And some will come and and say, but why are you joyous while you don't have one, two, three? I said, But I have. This is my script. Look at my script. You see, your life is like a script in a movie. Your life has been decided. This is what you're going to play in a script, and that's with our lives. But if you don't know the script, you will cry for other characters. You will move into other characters, which and then what you're going to cause of disruption and confusion. I think one day I will teach about the will of God, finding out the will of God about your life. I believe that that's the beginning of finding joy and contentment in your life. When you know what God has planned about your life, you are not moved. You are not jealous, bazalwane. Bazalwane jealousy, Jealousy makes you poor. All people who are jealous, they are poor. Maybe they are jealous of you. Am I lying? No. What is the Nanga of Mulu Iguida? What is it? Ah, oh, I wish you. I can't buy clothes to run to Kia zoo. Why bangi? Why bangi? Oh, we have no evil. If you want to buy clothes to run to the zoo, You see, jealousy makes you to focus on other people. Then you forget yourself. Focus on other people's progress. God is good. Let's close our eyes. You can clap your hands if you want.